listening to the Cock and Bull Podcast, where once every single week... No! You're not. Okay. You are. All right. I mean, you're listening to that podcast. That that part wasn't untrue. Uh, but I'm no. Not, not now. Not this week. You sit down, little boy. I'm not it's used time to for daddy. It's time for Daddy to take over. I don't know what's happening. You're going to put Daddy in the driver's seat, and Daddy's going to teach you a lesson. That's what's going on here. Do I uh, still get to, do I get to pick the tune still? Or? You do. You, you absolutely can pick whatever banger comes in and out. Uh, uh, but at this point, you're listening to a, uh, a weekly podcast that we only missed one week on. Only one week, and this is the makeup week, I promise. Uh, where I tell my younger brother, who knows less about me, about history. Which is so much less interesting than the original premise, but damn it, I'm taking over. Here we go. Spencer, are you ready to be are you ready to be just shocked and <laughs> shocked and awed? I mean, I'm about as ready as you are, it sounds like. As well you should. The year The year is twelve twelve. And that's that, that's that's an actual year in history. Twelve That 12. is an old one. I it was not convinced it's one. I wasn't convinced there was much history before seventeen seventy six. As well you should be, because it's all nonsense and bullshit as we will find out now. But the year is twelve twelve. Uh, there are some issues going on in the Holy Land. Oh, baby. Yes, yes. It's a contentious at, land, that Holy Land. It is a contentious land. It's a land that, uh, it's gone a little back and forth. We've had a couple crusades up to this point. Yeah. Uh, and if there's one thing I have learned over my years, it's that the crusades are a little bit of a contentious point in history. Uh, so instead of, of picking one of the popular crusades, let's say the, 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 the second crusade or the, or the third crusade, you know, where you get your Richard the Lionheart and Saladin, we're going to touch on a less known crusade. We're going to touch on, on a, a deep cut, a B-side of the crusades, if Ooh, you will. Okay, okay. I can get this one on a record store day. I like it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Spencer, have you ever heard of the Children's Crusade? No. Uh, but can I take a quick guess at what it was? Absolutely. I think the kids club came to uh, came to reclaim the nope that's it that's the extent of my joke all right mm-hmm. continue yep yep okay yeah it's harder to be on that side than you think it is isn't it uh-huh yeah yeah coming up with uh-huh. goofs on the yeah, fly is a little hard. difficult yeah uh-huh this is rough uh-huh. yeah you come in pre-research ready with your goofs I'm to come up with goofs on the fly uh, the children's crusade was a disastrous popular crusade by European Christians to regain the Holy Land from the Muslims said to have taken place in 1212. The Crusaders left from northern France and were led by Stephen of Cloyes. Uh, this is my turn to pronounce words improperly, so if you want to, you know, correct me, now's the time. He was led by Stephen of Cloyes and Nicholas from Germany. That's all we get. Just Nicholas. Just Nicholas, Just from, Nicholas Germany. from Germany. Just good old Nicky Nick. I feel like there were a handful of Nicholases from Germany, but you know what? I'm, this one's my favorite, I guess. I feel like maybe he was from Cologne, so we'll call him Nick from Cologne. Okay. Uh, those were our two options. Uh, this is, this is considered by some to be an apocryphal tale, uh, but I choose to look on the bright side of life and believe that anyone who bothered to write this shit down must have seen all of this happen. So, here we go. <laughs> there are, there are a number of, uh, of variants of this story, so it, it varies from place to place, but that just means that it's super duper true, because, uh, yeah. if you've had multiple versions of a story, it, it has to be accurate. Um, there, there are disputes as to whether or not this, this crusade was made up of children or, or bands of the wandering poor, but we're going to go ahead and imagine that it's the Lost Boys. So just okay, imagine. So hang on. Hang on. Yes. My two options are it's, it's itty bitty children or it's just a bunch of like hobos that went on a, on a, on an adventure. Mm, now here's the problem. Can you really tell a difference between the two? 
Uh, back in this time period, no, because I thought everybody died at ten. That's absolutely accurate. Welcome to the welcome to the story. So, the variants of this story are 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 differing, but they all start in the same place. There's a boy. He's in France, and he begins or Germany also or Germany. It's important to say that it's <laughs> France or Germany. Two very different kids. I don't know which. No, 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 no. They are both exactly the same person. It's either they're either eating baguettes or they're eating sauerkraut. But either way, same child. Okay. And this boy claims that he has been visited by Jesus. Now, if okay, if I've learned anything from history, he's definitely right. Everybody else is wrong. I'm glad that we're on the same page. I'm glad that we both agree. It's for real. This now, this was the only time it was for real. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, he instructed okay. him to lead a crusade. Now, at the time, this would have been around the time of the Fourth Crusade. Uh, there were, I think, a total of six uh, uh, canonical crusades. There were obviously the non-canon crusades, the uh, the you know expanded universe crusades, all of those sorts of things. But of the <laughs> of the real crusades, we had six. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, dude, there's some weird stuff on the internet. I'm let, let me tell you, but uh, this was this was between this was around the Fourth Crusade. Uh, so we okay. have Pope, we have Pope Innocent in in Pope office, sitting on the Pope throne. Uh, I feel like he's just really wearing it on his sleeve with the name. Uh, it, it's I feel like he's trying too hard to deflect. You say that he is Pope Innocent the Third. So there were a couple. There was a precedent. Mm, okay. All right. All right. So, the, we have a boy. He's either French or German, uh, one of the two, uh, and he's been visited by Jesus, and Jesus has definitely instructed him to uh, lead a crusade. Now, the difference here is, this is a crusade to peacefully conquer the Holy Land. How does one peacefully conquer things, Nathan? Well, I'll tell you. We're going to peacefully conquer the Holy Land by converting all those Muslims over to Christianity. Uh huh. Okay. All right. I'm on board. I'm on board. How we're gonna we're gonna throw pamphlets. We're gonna sing songs. This is gonna be good. This oh no. Good. No, we're gonna convert people the way we always convert people. Uh, we're gonna get an army of thirty thousand children. Hang on. I thought you said peaceful. I thought we said peaceful. Uh, <laughs> Why is there I, an army of peace? Uh, I, I mean, I'm sorry. If you're gonna go convert uh, all of the Muslim world over to uh, Christianity, you're you're gonna need a force. Also, an army of... Ch- How do you conscript children into your army if you yourself are a child? Was there a was there an extra long recess that he was able to recruit them? Like, what? Now, you say you say conscript. These these children all came by the power of Christ. Power of Christ compelled them. <laughs> Christ supplied the children. Christ, of course, he does. He Christ in, in God is you know all is, all is possible. Uh, <sighs> so we have our we have a following of up to thirty thousand children. Up to, it's important, so it could have been 12. I don't know. It, it just says up to 30,000. So, I mean, as far as I know, there may have been 12 of them. We we are going to... Now, this is the traditional account of the story. We're going to lead those followers south towards the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, because he was told by Jesus that the sea would part upon their arrival, allowing them to walk to Jerusalem. <laughs> That's quite a quite a jaunt. That is quite a long walk, if you ask me. Now, now, of course, I mean, Moses did it, of course. Uh, now, the problem is, sure. is by, when, you read, when you read the historical accounts, uh, this did not happen. D- mm. uh, the, Red sea, the Red Sea did not part. Oh, uh, Nathan, I don't know what books you're reading, but I don't think they had fun characters and cool pictures. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so at this point, uh, the children were sold to two different merchants uh, who gave them free passes <laughs> on boats back if they wanted to, and the rest of them died of starvation and exhaustion. <laughs> 
this is not the peaceful peaceful conversion war I thought we were having. Well, as well you did. But uh uh so, so that was that was the traditional account of the of the good children's crusade for a while. Now, we have to obviously get to the the modern accounts. There are, the modern researchers have found there is much more to this story than meets the eye. Uh, hmm. a bunch of children, bunch of French and or German children wandering to the Mediterranean Sea and it parting, not parting, and then they all died. No, right, uh, right. So there seem to actually have been two children's crusades, which is okay, where the confusion right. comes up. Yes. All right. There were two movements in 1212 in Germany and in France. Wait a minute. So you're telling me that there were, in fact, two children, both in France and in Germany, that led the same crusade at the same time. Yes. And the similarities of these two allowed later uh, later storytellers to combine and embellish the tales slightly. Uh, so so kind of like when you're trying to write a paper and you're Googling all your sources and you basically just take the two best sources you've got and, meh, you know... Skrillex them together in some sort of way that 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 makes it sound like yours. That's kind of what we're doing with the Children's Crusade. So we're going to break those down down in uh, into their individual component parts. First, Nicky Nick of Cologne. Everyone remembers him. Callback. All right. Uh, all this is him. the first of the two. Nick of possible. Cologne or Paris, please. He, no, 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 no. Nick is definitely of Cologne. Nick is definitely of Cologne. Oh, he is. Yes, he we is. are oh, definitely he's not the kid. in this. Yes, 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 yes. No, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. He's the kid. But this is the German kid. We'll get to the French kid later. Okay. Uh, in, this pers- in this version of the story, Nicholas is an eloquent shepherd from the Rhineland in Germany. Eloquent shepherd? Eloquent shepherd. Hey, uh, how many shepherds do you know, bitch? I'm just saying. That's, all I know is Rolf from Ed, Ed and Eddie, and he was the son of a shepherd, and that's about it. That's uh, all I know. I feel like, I feel like uh, Joseph might have been a shepherd. I also feel like that cool sheepdog in the sheepdog verse, the Wily e. Coyote versions of Looney Tunes might have been a, uh, a shepherd. So he's pretty pretty wise and eloquent. Nathan, that is a deep cut to a, someone who is not raising a kid on cartoons right now. Ah, uh, you shut your whore mouth. Also, Boomerang, four ninety five a month, and you can get your sweet, sweet cartoon fix. Boomerang, sponsor us. So he tried, Nick, Nick, Nicky Nick tried to lead a group across the Alps and into Italy in the early spring of 1212. Again, timelines follow up. Uh, Nicholas did say that the seas would dry up in front of them, and his followers would be able to cross into the Holy Land unharmed. Good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, he also had a novel approach to the, his version of the crusade. He was not going to fight the Saracens. He was instead going to convert them peacefully by preaching the good word. In in large numbers among a sea of children. Yeah, yeah. There were roughly, uh, roughly uh, there, the estimates range from anywhere between ten and 15,000 children that were leading off in this version of the tale. Now, Nathan, when you say that I want to believe you don't mean 10,000 and 15,000, I think you actually mean somewhere between 10 kids and 15,000 kids. Who knows? I, numbers are the, fuzzy. Uh, numbers are. Numbers are. Numbers mean nothing. Names mean everything. This is the world. Uh, so what we do know is that two groups split up and took different roads trying to meet up in Switzerland. Because you, if you're going to cross the Alps, you take multiple paths because one way is the sound of music and the other way is cannibalism. and You, you don't know which. Sure. Sure. Well, you want to find out which one's the best best path for when you do the third kids crusade, and then you know that way we've got it figured out. We're streamlined. We can we can peacefully convert them. Maybe on the third time we'll actually like use weapons and and, and adults. But you know what? You know that that's no, for later. Now, now in the children's crusades defense, we've tried a couple crusades up to this point. It didn't work out great. Y- you're right. You're right. 
I also feel like they're playing to their strong suits of if they're kids, might as well just get all the fighting, you know, off the table. That's they're clearly not going to win. I mean, it's you, you got to try different strategies. I don't know about you. I've been there's been many a late night that I've been grinding away on the Hearthstone ladder and I uh, I've played all the meta decks and gosh darn it. This time my mill warrior deck is going to get the job done. And I really believe it for the first two times until I run 7000 children into the Alps and two out of three die. Uh <laughs> So, spoiler alert, two out of every three died, uh, and many of them just returned to their homes, it says. So basically, they were super into this for the first couple days, and then, like me running away from home, decided, fuck it, let's just give it up and go back. So, wait a minute, uh, you're telling me that a, a horde of 15,000 kids did not successfully cross the Alps because they're the Alps? I am saying that a horde of 15,000 did not cross the Alps. What I am saying is about 7,000 of them did arrive in Genoa in late August. Okay, alright, so let me get this straight, like two-thirds either died or bailed, and then the other third made it? Ah, uh, that is actually 100% accurate, yes, 7,000 of the child, child army arrived in Genoa in late August. Okay, uh, okay. They, they you know did what? leave in early spring, so it took them a while, but they got there, damn it. Y- yeah, no, 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 take your time, take your time for sure. Uh, I don't think, I don't think missing two-thirds of your army is really going to make a difference if you're not an army, you're just a horde of preachers. I mean, here's the thing about Jehovah's Witness. You only need one to get through. That's true. One of them motherfuckers gets through, and you, you're you there. So send as many as you need, because at the end of the day, one will get you. Uh, you just gotta get the most charismatic pretty of the children. So they immediately marched to the harbor in Genoa, and expected the sea to part in front of them. And it did, and everything worked out. When it didn't, many of them, it says, became bitterly disappointed. (laughs) Oh, with kids, I can't imagine. Uh Uh-huh. If you want to learn more about child psychology, wait till the next sentence. A few accused Nicholas of betraying them, while others settled down to wait for God to change his mind because they believed it unthinkable that he would not eventually do so. (laughs) This is, there's been a mistake. All right, no, I'm just going to chill. It's, I mean, he's probably running a few minutes late. He's God, after all. You know, can't expect him to be perfect. Uh, meanwhile, the other half of the camps is just like, fucking lynch him! Yeah, that was basically the options. That was basically the option. Uh, the Genoese authorities were impressed by the uh, rapscallions, by this little army that uh, had amassed at their shores and then waited for the sea to part patiently. Uh, and they offered citizenship to all of them that wished to settle in the city. Interesting. Yes. Most of the would-be crusaders, a.k.a. Childs, uh, took this opportunity and then basically just went, Peace! We live in Genoa now. Hey, I got a question. I got a question. I got a question. Where are the parents in this story? Uh, They probably died on the last crusade. There was a lot of that going on in the time. All right. All right. I'm I'm just wondering at what point humanity shifted it's just the age scaling is very weird here because i feel like a bunch of 12 year olds are doing what i'm doing at 22 now you uh, say 12 you say 12 i uh, the, the story is where that these children range from like age 5 to age 10 what the fuck what the fuck nathan what uh, the fuck hey, what like a boss baby's just setting out he's gonna go do his own thing like i didn't I didn't have the authority to declare that I am moving to a new city until I was 18. This is wrong. All of this I, is wrong. I mean, they, they they technically didn't declare they were moving to a new city. They declared they were going to go conquer the Holy Land, and those are two entirely different things. Did you try and declare just, that you were, in, you know, conquering the Holy Land? Now that I get, they're allowed to have bold aspirations that will backfire and send them home, but they're declaring citizenship in Genoa. 
Uh, Look, I said I was going to start a cool garage band. Look, I get it. I've had failed aspirations. In your defense, you you had a cool garage band. uh, No one knows that it existed except me and like 12 other people. Some of us had pleather pants. Some of us didn't. Uh, Nicholas, however, Nicky Nick of Cologne, refused to admit that he was defeated. Uh, by not parting the Red Sea like goddamn Moses. Uh, and he traveled to Pisa with his uh, movement continuing to kind of just break up and shatter along the way until there was basically nobody left. Uh, right. But he and a few loyal followers, who I am uh, convinced are the only ones that ever went entirely. This was just like four dudes, and they were like, no, no, we had like like 20,000 of us. It was just, there were three <laughs> of us. Nah, nah, I know there's only five of us here, but that's cool. Uh, they ended up getting to the Papal States and met Pope Innocent III. Cool. Okay. All so right. basically the equivalent of uh, a bunch of very, very, very angry, angry, angry people uh, making their march across America and eventually getting to the White House, getting to say hello to good Donald. And, yeah, uh, yeah. and the rest saying, no, 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 there were a bunch of us that supported you, but they all left. Uh, we're the only four that are uh, willing to admit we made this fucking decision. So that happened. Uh, back home, Nicholas's father was arrested and hung under pressure from angry families whose relatives had perished following the child crusade. Okay. Okay, so that's where the parents are. Good. Good. Yeah. So in your defense, the parents, I didn't want to give that part away, but the parents were back home, uh, hanging the guy's father for, uh, basically <laughs> taking their children on a Pied Piper mission to hell. Oh my god. Wait, okay, so 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 Nikki Nikki goes and meets the Pope, and then what? He's just he's an altar boy now. He's a pro altar boy. Mm, they really don't have much to say after that. Basically, I'm gonna believe met, he went pro. They they met the Pope, and then they went home. That's oh, they the went story. home, and oh, they went home. all of their and and Nick's dad was dead. Oh, and... oh, did I forget to mention that Nicholas died on his second attempt to cross the Alps, going back the other way? Uh, I may you know, have forgot to mention that. I may have forgot to bring that up. Nicholas did not survive his second attempt across the Alps and died. I don't know how many times I have to say none of these kids should have survived going over the Alps. They're the Alps. They're not made for kids. They're hardly made for adults. Ah, in their defense, apparently 7,000 of them made it. So anyone who can't cross the Alps, you're worse than five-year-olds. I... I like to think of life as a series of D20 rolls in which you always have a 5% chance of succeeding no matter the odds. That is 100% accurate, but man, those kids were badasses. Speaking of, you remember how that was the German one and there's also got one from France? Please tell me. Stephen of Cloyes. 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 Cloyes in France. Uh, the The second of the two movements was led by a 12 year old. So he's basically like the adult of the group. Oh, yeah, no, he's the wizened old man of the group. Now, the one unifying factor of these two stories is that he was also a French shepherd boy. So apparently shepherding is uh, the, 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 you know, career of choice for child crusade leaders. Of course, of course, it makes sense. You know, you lead your flock of of sheep, you lead your flock of children through the Alps uh, for two-thirds of them to die. Yeah, no, it makes sense. So while while it is ridiculous that Nicholas was spoken to by God and instructed to, you know, lead this army, mm-hmm. uh, Stephen had a much more plausible story. Uh, he had a letter from Jesus that he had to deliver to the king of France. Um, okay. All right. All right. Hold up. Uh, I'm going to stop you right there. 
did did JC just not have time to hit the post office? And he was like, all right, kid, uh, I need you to drop this off. Uh, I'm going to Kroger. Bye. I mean, it is super difficult to, like, astral project your way all the way to the King of France. So, like... That's right. You gotta stop short 200 feet when you're Jesus Christ. It's like the Olympic torch. He just handed it off to the next kid, 12-year-old he saw, who carried it the rest of the way. Okay. All right. What are the odds that this was just a a homeless man with a a particularly cool-looking beard? And he was like, hey, kid, I'm Jesus. Take this to the Pope. I don't know about you, but me and Jesus down on the corner are good friends, and I take his letters to work all the time. Well, okay. Community service is one thing. Children Crusade is another. Ah, as is. So large gangs of youth around his age were drawn to Stephen. That's what they were. Yeah, most of them claimed to possess special gifts from God and thought cool, themselves the miracle workers. It's, it's the Avengers. Nice. It's, nice. It's very much Stephen is Professor Xavier and he is getting his school of gifted youngsters around him to go convert the Holy Land. Stay tuned for Infinity War dropping in April where Tony Stark leads a, a gang of superheroes over the Alps and two thirds of them die. So this two-thirds is going to be a little larger because Stephen managed to attract a following of over 30,000 adults and children there to his cause. There are not ch- adults and children? Oh, yes. This is a mixed crusade. There's just a lot of children on it. All right. Yeah, no. Workshop it up. You know, mix it around. Maybe your problem was you didn't have enough big boys. But the problem here, I didn't think there were that many kids, much less that many people that would follow a man who's currying a letter to the Pope? No, not the Pope. He's carrying the, Pope. the letter from Jesus to the King of France. That's right. My bad. To the King of France. How far of a trip is that, Nathan? Ah, uh, I mean, they don't really tell. He was inside of France. It's a little hard to tell. Uh, but the, okay, King of France not, at this, yeah. the, the King of France at this time was Philip II, also known as Philip Augustus. Uh, Philip Augustus is well known for going on crusade with uh, Richard the Lionheart and crusading against Saladin. Uh, aka the only two people from the Crusades that anyone else can ever name. Uh, uh so, Frederick Barbosa. Uh, you only know that because you've played Civilization and we talked about it. That's not the point. Stay okay. tuned for potential later episodes of Nathan's version of the Cock and Bull where we talk about Frederick Barbarossa. Uh, so with his army of over 30,000 adults and children, he went to Saint-Denis where he was seen to cause miracles. No citation on what those miracles were or that's when he fine. Did them. Nir- no miracles don't need proof. They, it's just it's it's there for the sake of being there. It's good. A twelve year old is leading a gang of thirty thousand to just go on a road trip to the king of France. Ah, uh, yeah, and and they arrived at the king of France, uh, which in, in Paris. Uh, so on the orders, uh, so Philip II was there. He, he observed these miracles oh. and this army of 30,000 people being led by this child shepherd. Yeah. Uh, and he was historically described as not impressed. Really? Really, Philip? What do you experience on a day-to-day basis? He was not impressed and by on advisement from his, uh, his, his scholars at the University of Paris, implored the people to return home because they were being led by a goddamn 12-year-old. That's a good idea. So what I'm hearing is either Philip experiences the coolest goddamn life imaginable where he gets to ride the the top thrill drag the screaming eagle 24 hours a day or or this 12-year-old kid showed up did some shitty magic tricks and he was like, "Okay, everybody leave. Please. This is embarrassing." I mean, it's kind of the equivalent of like showing a really popular YouTube video to an actual adult. <laughs> 
that has like <laughs> two million views, and the adult just cocks their head to the side and says, "I'm gonna go do real shit." I don't get you and your youth culture nonsense. That's what Philip did. Philip did that, and I, I, I honestly, he's the only goddamn laudable figure in this whole story because good on him. Good on him, really. I'm I'm surprised it took the advisement of his scholars to. Uh... No, to, to send all these people following a 12-year-old home. It's 12-12. The fact that he had scholars and he listened to them and didn't call them witches is an admirable quality of Philip. That's true. That's true. I'm going to need to to dig into this Philip, man. He might have been the best leader around. You say that. He, he was kind of an asshole. He didn't really do a lot. He kind of bitched out oh, of the oh. crusades really early. Oh, of course I say that. Emperor Norton exists. I mean, that's... Emperor, I, uh, you think only, anybody surpasses him? Come on. The one true emperor. So while Philip was not impressed, Stephen was not dissuaded at all. He has obviously been given a letter by Jesus. The man has a, a, a complex. He, he knows what he needs to do. So he began preaching at the nearby abbey. Uh-huh, as you do. That's, that's what you do. You know, when you start to peter out, you just go preach at the abbey. That's what you do. Ah, you see Peter out. He's still got his army behind him. He's still got 30,000 followers. Just because the king kind of hand-waved him. I mean, they're like, you adults don't understand. And they're all emo and ready to go. Hang on, so the king said, you guys should go home, and most of them, if not all of them, were like, nah. If you, okay, so let's imagine PewDiePie shows up at, at the White House. Sure. With his army of followers. Is that a relevant YouTuber these days? He's the it's only 20, one. Nathan, it's 2018, anything can happen. You, you, can say, you can say Charlie Chaplin shows up at the White House. I'd believe you. Nothing there makes sense go. anymore. And let's say Donald Trump hand waves all of these people saying, man, you and your culture, I'm not impressed. Do you think that army dis- just disperses? No. They're going to follow their they're going to follow their own personal Jesus and okay. they're going to Depeche right. mode their way down to Saint-Denis. They traveled around the area. Uh, he traveled around France spreading his message and promising to lead the the, the charge of Christ into Jerusalem itself. Now- Okay, so that that was his message, right? His message was, we're going to go take back the Holy Land, right? Because I'm wondering what other, like, platform he was running on. Oh, no, it was very much, we're going to take the message of Christ to Jerusalem. We're going to take back the Holy Land. Again, Saladin has uh, controlled the Holy Land for quite some time, and uh, that is rackling up the... uh the, the religious, the church is not very thrilled about that. Pope Innocent yeah. launched a couple crusades. No, they, they would like to stop that. He's got to have, like, at least a number two, number three policy of, like, we're going to put Coke in the water fountain. Uh, I just, I'm trying to figure, what would a 12-year-old with that much power be doing? I just, he's got to be, like, 15 by this point, that much walking. I A lot of walking, a lot of talking about Jesus. I imagine Paul Dano's character from uh, There Will Be Blood. Just a baby-faced preacher boy, just screaming the yes. word of God. That just, is it. That is very much it. That is very much how I imagine Stephen now, O'Coy. Now, where is the Daniel Day-Lewis to beat his head in with a bowling pin? Will you say that? Uh, oh, boy. No, I wish. I, God, I wish Daniel Day showed up. Uh, so the church initially was skeptical of, of this young 12-year-old showing up, preaching that he had been given a letter by Jesus and needed to go take over the Holy Land. But it was impressed that he had a, a, a number of adults following his, his teachings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, normally the one impressive factor about him. Now, there, it is estimated that there was less than half of the initial 30,000 remaining by the time he showed up uh, in, in, in quite a many Denis. people that Quite a many people that came to their senses, and, and quite, a, quite a many more that didn't. And uh, apparently that figure was shrinking quite rapidly as, as opposed to growing, as Stephen expected when he did reach the, the, the city. 
So eventually, we get to the end of June 1212, and Stephen is leading what is largely described as a juvenile group of his crusaders from Vedome to Marseille. Uh, they survived by begging for food, while the majority appeared disheartened and resorted to pickpocketing, and many of them went home and returned to their families. So basically, we turn from Stephen of Cloy going to Jerusalem to them kind of bitching out in Marseille and turning into a weird version of Oliver Twist. Now, I find it hard to believe, Nathan, that things didn't go out the way he expected. Apparently, uh, Stephen is not uh, going to end quite as well as he would like to. And that, you now, know, that's can okay. I ask, can I ask what happened to the letter and also what was on it? Oh, Did- no one ever knows. No, it's never discussed. Okay. Stephen got All the right. letter and then he ate it like you're like a good boy. He <laughs> ate it and, and was to recite it verbatim. No. <laughs> and he imbued Christ's power through that penmanship and stamp. Yeah. Basically. And uh, that, ladies and gentlemen, is the the Children's Crusade. Now, are either of these stories true? Nobody knows. Is Slaughterhouse Five subtitled "The Children's Crusade"? That's an accurate fact. So you make of that what you will. I'm, really, I'm glad we're going to be cross compatible on this episode with people looking for Slaughterhouse Five podcasts and Crusade podcasts. Absolutely, we got to get that SEO up. We've got to get that SEO up. Oh, In yeah. the interest of getting our SEO up, there's also a Sting track off his 1985 album, "The Dream of the Blue Turtles," titled "The Children's Crusade." So now we've also got them. What the fuck Dune was Sting fans. writing about? What, I mean, there's what? message. In, there's message in a bottle. There's Roxanne, and then he's seen like. Dune, like, the dude was off his rocker for a while there. He was just running around in the codpiece in the desert naked. He he did what he needed to. Hey, everybody's got to have a spirit journey. I, this time, would like to thank uh, Driffles Pony Club for allowing us to use their song, There Were Buffalo on the Ark, off the album Cholera. It's a fantastic song, it's a banger, and you should absolutely listen to it at all hours of the day, especially while imagining 12-year-olds trying to convert the Holy Land. Spencer? I don't know if that's what the... I don't know if that's what the concept album was, but I just want to let you know you stuck the landing. As, you stuck the as landing. That's, that's the only thing I strive to do. Uh, have, has, has anybody reviewed us yet? Has anybody has anyone said nice things about us or bad things about us on the internet that I have to read out loud? I haven't looked in forever. Let me find We're doing this live, out. people. You're learning this as we learn it. Nope. Not at all. Uh, None of you. No None of you. Review. Just Spencer's no weird, 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 weird gaslighter. Yep. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, they're the only true fan of this oh, podcast. No, uh, because the rest of you... You know, I think we only got that review after I really started hammering in just how angry I was at all of you, so I just want to let you know, once again, uh, you've brought shame onto uh, Nathan and I's combined house, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, a pox on you, uh-huh. a pox Except on you, Stan a pox Leroy. on your dog. Except for Stan LeLeroy. Stan LeLeroy. Stan LeLeroy. You have continued, you have continued to show your loyalty, and uh, you will be spared. Absolutely. You will be spared. The rest of you, I mean, sleep with one eye open. Uh, all right, next week. Come on.